Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fly, uh, uh, H, 014, ready for takeoff. You're listening now to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf, and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. In sync, in sync, in sync. Who were the other members of NSYNC? JT. JC Chazes, um, Joey. You was you are the man. Joey Fatone. Oh, Lance. Who, uh, <laughs> Lance. Yo, if I Lance, isn't that all of them? No, there's four. There was another guy that you just named four. Very smiley. No, there's five though. There was five. Just to- Oh, I was about to say Justin Timberlake. Lance, Joey, JC, Justin, and he looked like a Clive, but it wasn't called a Clive. But it's you fine. know what? Yeah, if I ever wanted to do um, trivia, yeah, Kwame's my brother. Kwame, Kwame is the guy that you yeah, got to yeah, call, yeah. you know, because walkie-talkie things. His his recall knowledge is a Mazza. That whole boy band yes. era was a Mazza as well. It's very pointless, though. Yeah, what about well, five? Ninety-eight degrees. Boyzone. Backstreet Boys. Yeah. I was watching what? something and they was, they was talking about how um, Boys to Men started off the whole... Uh, that, I saw that. It was on Netflix, is not yeah, it? Yeah, it was sick. Yeah, it was very good, man. It was very good. Evolution of all of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of boy bands, we're, um, we have been known to have been labelled the boy band of podcasts. Hey. Um, is self-labeled. Because, is that because of our yeah, dashing me. good looks? Yeah. It may be. It might be, you know. It was funny when Kwame said that on our call today. <laughs> We will not reveal what the call was, but Kwame was really feeling himself and us. Feeling it, boy. (laughs) Oh, what do you say? Uh, Four handsome young young brothers, if I do save myself. Before um, before we continue, um, we are normally four handsome brothers, but today we are three handsome brothers. Yes, yes. Reason being, Stephen's taking a little bit of time out. Mm -hmm. Deservedly. Yeah, to recalibrate, recharge. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people can probably... Relate to the fact that they need to recharge. I know I definitely need to yeah, recharge. Yeah, me too, bro. I, it's been a long year. A long couple of years, actually. Kieran, long couple of years. Yeah, bro. We were all together in your flat in Amsterdam in February. That feels like a year and a half ago. Wow. Time has changed. Things have changed. Life has bro. moved on. Life and no one's gone on holiday. On. <laughs> well, Not speaking really, of yeah. life moving on. Yes. We haven't really... Um, Painted the picture of where oh, we're yeah. recording from. Oh, it's the first, isn't it? Yeah, this is the first. Kwame's going to add that to the list. Billboard Boy. That's why he's smiling, bro. He's got a Google Doc <laughs> opened already for a landmark no, I moment. I, I need to update it, actually. I need to update it. Oh, we are um, recording from a new space in the Plus 4 4 operations. Sure. We are currently in Key's Kingdom. You know what I'm saying? AKA Loki's Lounge. Very nice. Yeah, very nice setting. The settings are, are plush. I just moved into my my new cribbo, the flat. Um, feeling very good, man. Feeling very blessed. Feeling uh, settled and at ease. A, a few words that I can use to describe the like feeling right now. It's a beautiful you know I mean? place. Do Thank you, you, man. I'm very happy to hear that. I'm just thinking about a word you said. And do you wonder why the word crib was extended and given the nickname Cribbo. Like, the word Crib already sounds cool, fam. Like, why are we trying to... Some words just aren't enough, though. Some, like... Some words just always need to be extended and remixed. For instance, Mazza. It's a dope word. Love that. But then it's Mazzaline. Love that. But now me and my girlfriend say Mazzalinos. Mazzalinos. And if if Mazzalinos wasn't enough, we now say it's a Mazzalinos on the Trampolinos. (laughs) (laughs) That's taking it too far. Too far. But I think that's what humans do. <laughs> I love it though. That's a, yeah, I that's do love do. it. I do love it. That's what we do. I do love um, it. But I have a question though awesome. over there in the Plus 44 headquarters. Kieran, yes. what are we listening You're to? You're listening to the Out of Home podcast, a show brought to you by four Londoners, Trina sharing stories of inspiring people while sharing our own. Today, as we said, we are in two locations as usual, but in a new one in the UK, uh, Key's Kingdom, aka Loki's Lounge. I'm with my brother, you have to the right of me. 
And over there in the plus three wine operations, we have Kwame holding it down in his new crypt too. Uh, we are without Stephen, but um, shout out to the boy. He's been killing it for months on end. And I think it's yeah. um, high time that he took some time out for himself. So shout out, Stephen. Hopefully we can make you laugh during this uh, this podcast. And um, take your rest, brother. Take your rest. I think it's important for everyone to take their rest. I was actually, I actually bumped into, I used to go to my uni uh, called Andreas when I was on the way home today and he was like, I'm tired. I was like, bro, take, take it easy. a lot of people are tired. Yeah. We had a call last week at work and it was just like, we had an icebreaker. Just like, how are you feeling right now? Yeah. And I think everyone was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and I think 70% of the people just are tired. So I think it's... Yeah. It's in the air. Yeah. It's really in the air, man. Change of weather. Mm-hmm. Get stuck at 4pm. I think I said that today. I was like sitting at my um, desk and it was like free. I was like, oh, it's dark, man. It's so, yeah. It saps the life out of the day. Bro, do you know what? On the weekend, I caught myself guessing whether the sun was rising or setting. And it was about 1pm. I was like, Seriously? this sun's setting, isn't it? It's setting. The sun is about to set, bro. It's 1pm. You know, like in the summer, it's at its peak. High in the sky. High shining. And these times it's on its way down. It's like, you lot, you've had enough of me, you know. I'm going to South Africa. I'm going to the Southern Hemisphere. I'm going all over there. Because right now, you lot ain't doing me nothing. Listen, well, I hope, um, in all seriousness, I hope that if you're listening to this podcast and you mm. have been feeling a bit down, a yeah. bit glum, or the weather's been affecting your mood, I hope this brings some... Uh, light. Some light, some positive vibes, mm. and some energy, man. Yeah, man. I mean, we do, we do. I think we do that, man. I, I remember a few people saying that during the lockdown that this podcast was something that allowed them to, like, you know, feel connected to something. So I think we do do that, man. I think we do that. Very nice. And Very speaking nice. of positivity, yes, I'm going to quickly whip around the room. Yes, please. And ask you guys what's been making you smile, what's been making you feel good in this last week or so. So, um, man, like, brown-collared Boateng over there. Brown-collared Boateng. <laughs> In the loved uh, room. Do you know, you know what I would say? I would say just good old-fashioned sitcoms. And I had to, actually have to give oh, a... Oh, I'm so glad you a, brought this up. I actually have to give a shout-out yeah, to, to your sister, also a former guest of the show, Miss Jadine Downs. Now, people on Instagram stories have no idea like what kind of worlds they can lead their fellow Amen. followers around. Some of them share a story. Bro, you are That's talking gospel you've today. Done, it? You shared the story. Bruv, I am deep up in the trove nooks and crannies of that world you have um, int- introduced me to. Now, for the record, Jadine did, did, did not introduce me to um, the office, but she she she, she must have sent like a must have did the story of like a, a an office video page of the finest moments of the US version of the office. And ever since that day, bruv, my feed is my feed is full, full of reels of one of two things: dog videos. Office clips, man, I swear. <laughs> Countless. I, like, honestly, like, I, 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 I follow one, but my Instagram thinks I follow, like, nine. So, <laughs> on Saturday, I was done. It was, at like 2 p.m. I'd, I'd done my deed for the day, and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch I'm gonna watch Netflix in my living room, office, and I was enjoying, bro. I was just enjoying. And what I really like about it is that, like, I think I have quite a peculiar um, sense of humour and I watched yes. it when I was much younger, but it's 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 still so good to see something hasn't aged because, well, to me anyway, I still find it so funny. Do you understand? The office, like, yeah. And then like there are a lot of times when like you guys are really into it. I, I, I think that a lot of people on on, on what do you call it on Zoom calls are quite serious. I'm always just a, a little bit like zany, and maybe that's where I get it from. But I just always think you should always add just a sense of silliness to the mundaneness of life. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. I mean, if you listen to any 103 episodes before this, you might have heard that from any of us, especially me. But that's what made me smile, just sitcoms. I'll pass it over to one of you two fine soldiers over there in London. Soldier. (laughs) I can go. That was sweet. (laughs) You you, you, you haven't carried or wondering who's going next and they at the same time gaze in each other's eyes. (laughs) That we did. We did. That we did. Um, I think it's because we shared a, a glass of Rabina earlier. We did. It's a pretty romantic moment. Mm. Um, do you know what made me smile this weekend? 
is just having a good old fashioned weekend, bro. Like, Amen I think I'm, that, yeah. I think I'm it's slowly that, crawling bro. into the stage of life <laughs> where just chilling and doing the simple things bring me bountiful, mm. bountiful joy. Yes, and it was the Sunday that topped everything off for me. I woke up. I did a class in the in the morning at 11 o'clock. I went to Sainsbury's to get some stuff to make breakfast. Made myself a nice breakfast. Yeah. As I was making said breakfast, I had on some old school music in the background. Jeez. Some Marvin Gaye, mm. some Sade, mm. some Flowetry. Mm. All of mm. that good stuff. I like that. And I hadn't done that for a minute. I like that. Just slapped on some nice music, had my breakfast, showered, and then just watched football for the rest of the day, bro. Yo. In peace. Good that's, a, that's a good Sunday. Blood. And before that, I'm forgetting. I'm sorry, I needed to tell you this. What happened? I needed to tell you this. What happened? What happened? But I actually forgot. So, <laughs> lovely listeners <laughs> and Brown Sleeve Butting, Kieran and I made a pact that we were not going to drink until <sighs> the new year. Have you started it, by the way? Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm yeah. off. Don't feel, don't feel um, bad because I okay, haven't. Okay, did you forget as well? <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Context is key. Huh? And it's free. When did you make this pact? Like, Ooh, that's two weeks what the ago? Listeners are... Two weeks I ago. I want to say it was more than Maybe three weeks ago. ago you know? Was it a month? Why? Like that. Has it gone a month? Why? I think so. Really? Why did we do it? I don't know. I think we were just yeah. feeling ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, we're not going to drink until yeah, Christmas. Discipline, fine young man. Yeah, we don't need do alcohol it. for a good time. We're lit. And then, and then what happened? Well, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. What, I, what did I do on Oh, on Saturday, yeah, I went Nando's by myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's funny you said that because I really miss Nando's. Oh, bruv, I've had Nando's a couple times. And I'm not a fan of the food, but just the fact that if I was having it, I know I would be back home. I think that's what I miss the most. And that it's just not around the corner. It's like in 2022. No, it's cool, bruv. So I went to Nando's, had a food by myself, did a nice walk after that. Went home, had a glass of red wine, and watched Django Unchained. You had a no one was in the house. You had a real nice weekend. You had a really nice weekend. I did. You, (laughs) I mean, all of that good work has been undone by Monday and Tuesday. But look, I enjoyed it while it was there. A good weekend, and I went to the Arsenal game on Saturday as well. Did you? It was really nice. Wow, (laughs) this guy, you lived the life for the company, bro, bro. Yeah. Like I said, it's all been undone now. Two days, it's two right. days we'll of chill back. have been undone. We'll like get two it back. days of we'll work. Get it back. We'll get it back. Life. We'll However, I think it's very important to uh, enjoy the moments when you can just yes. do the things that make you happy. So yes. that's what made me smile. And Kieran, I'm going to pass over to you. Yeah, man. I think uh, what made me smile this week, I've already touched upon it, but um, I haven't actually moved moved into the the, the house yet or the, my flat. But I have. I've got my sofa. That came last week, Friday. Uh, I have a TV. I have um, things that have been bought over from my place and my mum's. I've got two plants that my auntie lovely like gifted me, which look great. I have my fro over my sofa, which has been with me for a little while now. I love I this see thing. It. it looks it looks two things. It looks very snazzy and and froey at the same time. <laughs> but um, thank you, bro. I really I really like it. I can't remember where I picked it up from, but I've had it for a little while. Um, but yeah, just being able to, to literally finally move, well, in the process of moving, I think it's just like maybe two more trips with some of my stuff. I can already kind of see how this place is going to start to take shape, take shape. And it's been like a really nice process to just like think about things and wonder what I'm going to do here. And just like also manifesting the great things that are going to come from this spot as well, which has been amazing just to think about and just get excited about you know um i'm not someone that shows their excitement much but i'm very excited about excited about this project in particular and then the ones that are coming down the pipeline another thing that made me smile this week is kwame i wasn't even going to bring this up but because you touched on sitcoms i actually whilst i was watching it i was like i need to ask these guys what they're watching on netflix because i actually i don't know if you guys like big bang theory but i'm a big big bang young Sheldon, or whatever God. Is that what you've been watching? Yes. Yeah. I'm on season two. Bro. Yes, my little sister's been watching. Young Sheldon on Netflix is probably, it's one of my favourite shows right now. 
because it's easy watching. It reminds me a little bit of like Malcolm in the Middle, just like how easy that was to watch. It's set in Texas. You've got accents. You've got Sheldon Cooper as a young child, and how if you watch Big Bang Theory, because I watched, I've watched the whole season, like the whole series. You kind of get where he gets all of his quirks from in this show. It's amazing. It's just been making me laugh, like just watching it every so often whenever I get some time. Um, so we got the office. The office. Yeah, I've actually been, been watching. Um, My name is Earl, bruv. Or Disney <sighs> Plus. Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah, is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh my God. Doesn't it? Bro. Don't, bro, doesn't it? Though, man. Damn. Bro. Disney got Plus. HBO, got Disney Plus. Nah, but Disney Plus, the curation is sick. Oh. So, for instance, Talk when I them, was in please. Amsterdam, yeah. Talk to them. It will show you all the programs that are Dutch made or have like links to Amps. It's sick. They, they, they actually, yeah, they're, they're, they're And then the also US, yeah. cinema releases come out like maybe two or three weeks yeah, yeah, later. Sick, 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 sick. So That's you can watch the films as they come out. Um, Shout out to My Name Is Earl, bro. <laughs> My Name Is Earl. Oh, good show. I think I remember the first episode uh, when it came on at Channel 4. He wins the lottery. E4, E4. E4. Yeah, yeah, wins yeah. the lottery and loses Scratch the ticket. Friday, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I was hooked. The moment I watched that, yeah. I was hooked. I continued My watching that thing. I'm going to go back and watch that again. It's that legendary. Was, that was amazing. That was actually amazing. Uh, another <laughs> thing that um, made me smile, I went to go see Wizkid on um, on Sunday. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I went to go see Wizkid. Remember I said I had those tickets, but you yeah. know what? I like, it It was off the back. So it was Abby's birthday. My brethren, Abby, happy birthday, Abby. Shout you out. Uh, we went out. Uh, to Brixton Pop and then Aquam on the Saturday and that's when I drank and the the Sunday I was like a little bit worse for wear but went to went to Wizkid and enjoyed the show because I was like I didn't realise how much bangers yeah, man has enough bangers enough, enough bangers and it was like banger after banger after banger after banger um, bought out Thames he bought out um, this guy uh, Buju I think his name is who sings on True Love? Sounds amazing, uh, and he's just showmanship and just his. How's Whiskey live? So, interestingly enough, he speaks very softly, and I don't, I don't think the levels were great. But this is me being a stickler for sound, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure loads of people enjoyed. He went to all of his old tunes, played the majority of Made in Lagos, which was amazing, and obviously he brought out Chris Brown at the end, which. Um, I've never heard a, a scream, like a roar as deafening as that in my life. It's hilarious. It was, it was mad. It was actually mad. And we'll leave it there because I'm sure you know we have that, things um, to talk about. I, uh, Adil and I famously walked away from a festival as Chris Brown was approaching the stage. Oh, swear that. Oh, was it, um, was it Apple Sap one year? I think it was, uh, what's the one that we went to with Meek Mill that time? Oh. Starting with it again? I can't remember now. Oh my, oh, oh my, my. okay. Oh my yeah, We gosh. needed to get back to Amsterdam and it was in The Hague. The Hague? And as Chris damn. Breezy Brown was approaching the stage, he yeah. was like, well, <laughs> we actually have to go, bruv. I'm sorry. And then as we heard him, That's like in the speakers, we were just, we had to go. That bruv. is why. Completely did Chris Brown an injustice to those vocals, but. That's what Everyone I'm knows who he is. <laughs> what he's capable of. Everyone. But no, I just had a really, I, I think I've had a, a really nice and positive week, you know. Good like man. Connecting with a few people um, and, and just getting through, I think, the work in which I have uh, on my flight. Oh, Abdu and um, Julian came here on Friday too. Um, we're working on a project together and that, that started to, to like take some shape as well. So shout out to the random. Uh, and yeah, brother, I'm really, in, I'm really looking forward to today's conversation um i think before we we knew what we were going to talk about yeah you already knew what we were going to talk about and um you were right when you said that this uh individual deserves a, a substantial amount of time to discuss uh the things that he's done the things the 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 inspirations that he's left and the things that he's achieved so as as everyone would probably know Virgil Abloh um, passed away this Sunday? Was it Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, 41 years old, okay. having um, spent time, two years battling a very tumultuous uh, cancer, uh, which sadly took his life and has left the creative scene uh, without one of its, I guess, brightest, brightest lights. 
especially from the, the black community. And I think um, I, I really want to, I really want you to talk about how you feel, yeah, before we even get into it, because I think you, um, for me anyway, you, you've always been someone who's championed Virgil Abloh, the things that he's done. I mean, you own a few off-white trainers, uh, off-white Jordans, Air, off-white Air Force Ones, which you famously wore out one day, um, off-white Prestos, and you've got that wavy white off-white T-shirt. But um, nah, with all jokes aside, I know how much uh, of a inspiration that he was to you. So I'd love for you to just like um, open the floor for the conversation and then see where this thing goes, isn't it? Yeah, man. I um so yeah we I saw the news on his Instagram um there was an Instagram post from his account and when I read it I kind of was in a little bit of disbelief because I was thinking surely not you know like it, I don't know in the in the day and age we live now I was like I hope someone has hacked his account and is yeah. playing a terrible joke yeah, it's a really yeah, weird yeah, yeah. first thought to have really weird first thought I had this I remember having the exact same thing when I heard about Kobe's passing yeah yeah. I was like I was in disbelief I didn't want it to be true mm-hmm. um, but obviously it turns out it was and yeah I guess the reason that to your point Kieran I thought it was so important to have a conversation about Virgil Abloh is because of the impact that he made yeah for in, in so many lanes and I think mm-hmm. the thing that sums up Virgil's impact the most yeah. is I've got a lot of friends who you know they're doing their thing mm-hmm. they're not necessarily the most known people in the world mm-hmm. but honestly I've got there was maybe about four or five good friends of mine or people that I associate with yeah. who were telling stories about personal encounters yeah. and encounters that they'd had with mm-hmm. Virgil and for me it just showed me how open minded he was yeah. and I think anyone who you speak to they talk about how curious he is and how connected to culture he tries to to be and why he did everything that he did. He, yeah. he was he was very much about the culture. Mm. And the, the more research you do about him, the more you realize, wow, like we we had a, to your point a shining light yeah, in this creative scene. Yeah. And for everything that he did, I think he really out of everything that he did, I think he made it cool. To be a creative for, for young black kids, yeah. Because prior to him, there wasn't anybody out there who we who we saw. I mean, you have your your Kanye's of the world, mm-hmm. but Kanye built his base off of being a musician. Yeah, there was no one who had ever come to the to the forefront or had been who owned that space of being a creative, wildly yeah. famous, yeah, 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 yeah. purely being creative. Yeah. So, I wanted this conversation to just be a celebration of him, man. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. to Virgil Abloh. And all that he did. Yeah. Um, I think, again, the impact that he left on the community and those around him is is one that can't be looked over. So we need to have a conversation. Yeah, about yeah, it, for sure, bro, for sure. Um, before you... Do you want to go, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Um, I remember Yaf shared it in the group. And um, it was a screenshot. So it said Yaf sent a video. Or, yeah, Yaf sent a photo message. I saw all these colours, in it? I was like, oh, like, what's this? And you, know, you never know. I don't know why, but the Yaf in the group has that uh, reputation for being the one that can drop like a bombshell <laughs> or like this. Oh, what's this? Especially if it's a screenshot of a conversation because you never know who you're yes. chatting to. But when he dropped, when he delivered the copy, or oh, sorry, when he delivered the message, he just said, what the fuck? I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. Then I was like, then, then, uh, then I'm, a, I'm a student of, the, of this era or a child of this era, let me say. So I just went to Twitter and I typed in V-I-R. And you know, usually when the news is hot topic, it will fill the yep. rest for you. Nothing came. So I was like, huh? That's weird. Then I must have went to like Google News. Nothing. It was about, he had an article in the Guardian the day before. He was dressing men in skirts for his latest collection. I was like, I really hope Yaf has jumped the gun here and some idiot has um, hacked Virgil Abloh's account mm. to spread this nasty rumor. Moments later, I checked other f- and I saw that it was true. I felt so sad. I felt so sad for his family. I felt so sad for him. I felt so sad that he was dealing with this cancer illness for two years and 
didn't tell anyone and just kept working. And and I'll be honest with you, I've said it many times, maybe on this pod or maybe in like in real life, offline. Um, I wasn't I, I wasn't the biggest fan of all of like Virgil Abloh's like designs, mm-hmm. but I understand what he meant and what he was trying to do. And all he was trying to do is not even like not even like open the door a little bit. He was trying to fully burn all the locks and throw everything away and just open the circle. Do you understand? And what's interesting is that when a lot of people pass, especially people in music or sports or film, most of their their stories are shared by their contemporaries. So other rappers, if you're a rapper, of musicians. Virgil just seems to have a story with like everyone. People that had charities. I was learning today that he, um, he, he reached out to a woman that had a charity in Chicago called No Hugs. I think it's called Hugs, Hugs No Slugs, which is basically just like a, um, a charity just to keep people off the street nice and just thing. like and feed them and just let them know that there's opportunities in Chicago that don't have to be uh, involved with violence. Yeah. And then, the, the, then he was working with her on um, a clothing line and like just anything that she wanted, he was happy to support. And he said on a lot of interviews, my my job, my, I have two jobs. One job is for Louis Vuitton and my other job is to make sure that there's a line of six black kids that can take my job. And like, um, he's he like he, he he's definitely worked with a prolific photographer and director that I met many times in London before I moved here called, what do you call it, Bafik. And a, a lot of the work, for a couple of years now, any work shot by Off-White will be directed or shot by Bafik. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's, um, he was all about just bringing like black and brown creatives through yeah. and just showing us that we really can touch the sky. So mm. that's what I would say for now anyway. But I was extremely sad. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, I think it's just my opinions, not even opinion, my feeling on it no, go on, go on. is a little bit, in, not indifferent, but different to, I guess, everybody else's. Um, I'll be completely honest, man. Like, I never really followed Virgil and his story and, and everything that he did. Um, I think my first encounter of who he was, I think maybe like, I think maybe 2017 and someone said that he was DJing somewhere and I was like, okay, cool. Like this guy DJs and whatever. And, um, and then I guess like through how most people have found Virgil commercially through like his work at Nike, his work that he's then gone on to do in uh, Ikea. And I, I think like, because of the irony of his work sometimes, I was a little bit like, oh, okay, well, do you know what I mean? I never really focused and zeroed in on him as a person and understanding his story. So when he did pass, I felt sad because I know how much it meant to people that I knew. And like you said, Jeff, like, there's so many people that are in the creative industry that I'm friends with that have a personal story or a connection with Virgil. And you're like, oh, wow, like this guy was, he was doing something, right? So me being the person that I am, and you can probably attest to this, bro, is like, I like to know how things work and I like to do my research and figure things out. So what I did the last couple of days was just like, read little bits and pieces of Virgil and uh, read his quotes. Uh, I actually watched his um, Harvard um, lecture that he did. And I would, like anyone who's a creative should go and watch that. Because what I started to then feel, I, I started to feel even more sadder. Because he was, he was realising what we, what we yeah. lost, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. And for me, like, it was, it was really interesting because I think... Uh, as a as a creative, and I, I never knew I, I never knew I was creative before. I never had a, uh, I never had like a a structure that I could put all of this thing like my thoughts into. I was all, almost doing things ad ad hoc. I was a strategist at work. Like Virgil, probably for me wasn't someone that I would look up to because I just probably didn't know what he was trying to do. Do you know what I mean? As I'm. Um, like learning more and more about myself as a creative and someone that makes things and I'm listening to him talk in the way that he describes Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Certain things, like um, he was saying how um, he doesn't like thinking in straight lines. He likes to zigzag in the space in between. Is Yeah. And, this, and like, so I'm listening to him and I'm like, I'm hearing like you, I'm hearing parts of myself, I'm hearing parts of my brethren's like, and I'm like, wow, like I was blown, like brother, I was actually blown away because I was like, oh man, but I'm almost, I'm excited because now there's a, I feel like there's a person that I can go and learn more about the way that I think, the way that I can think, the way that can, can open up my mind to new ways of thinking as well. And I think like that's a even though it's a very sad thing that we do lose lose Virgil and like thoughts and prayers go out to his family and all of his close ones. But there's a beautiful thing in being able to know that this person lived and touched so many people's lives and was able to leave so many fucking gems for people like us, people of color that work in these fields. That because he's done some amazing things, man. Bro. Some incredible things, bro. And before I, I like we open this up again, I just went to um a, a thought that I had whilst um just thinking about his passing. When we first started um out of home, it was off the back of Nip passing. And it it fueled us with uh, a jetpack. It allowed us to, it made us think about he always made me think about ownership. He always made me think about like doing things for yourself. And it fueled us with the passion and the drive to continue to do what we were doing in any work, any walk of life. Like the marathon continues is something that I live by. I get a lot of my thoughts and like ideology, not ideologies, but the, like the freedom of thought from how Ye potentially speaks sometimes, like the courage to just say certain things, right? But then I was like, wow, Virgil's passing is going to inspire us, us but also so many others in a way that I don't think he was even aware that he had that power to do that. And I feel like even as we go through, like we're kind of coming into our second genesis as a, as a platform, as a creative entity. As individuals. As, as individuals. Well. Like we're going to, I think he's going to be able, he's going to be someone that we can kind of look to and be like, okay, this is how we move. This is how we, create spaces for ourselves this is how we inspire our people this is how we how we don't have to be in boxes like he is a man that didn't he said something yeah that i was like oh shit said something like oh everything's a work in progress nothing has to be finished but it's like once you adopt that type of mindset you can start moving in different ways and you know me goes down to the conversation we was literally (laughs) having yesterday yeah remember (laughs) yeah yeah, of of course of course yeah of course but yeah, like I just wanted to wrap up on that, because like I think whereas I wasn't so tied to his ideas and who he was as a person, as I've now like started to listen and read and that's really look, cool though. Yeah, bro, that's just, really cool that you're kind of doing it retrospectively. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think now you'll consume that information in a different way. Exactly. I think one thing that I love the most, more than anything, because yes, he is. He's someone that leaves such a, a legacy. Mm. And obviously in his last role at Louis Vuitton as a creative director, he was probably in one of the most esteemed roles in fashion yeah. that you can have. But he didn't actually study fashion. No. Design, isn't it? He's an architect yeah. by trade. Yeah. And I think in so many ways, he just broke down hella barriers yeah. and showed people that it's possible. Mm-hmm. 
And that is one thing that I love the most. That he, you talk about being in the box. Yeah. He's someone that really championed. You don't have to, you don't have to study design. You don't have to come through these design colleges. You don't have to do any of that stuff to be successful in, in design. And you can be a black man in design. And this is it. Like, when, as I'm, re- as I'm listening and reading and looking at this guy, I'm like, Ra, he actually did what we're trying to do as individuals. And I was like, I kind of felt disappointed in myself that I didn't take the time before. But then I was like, nah, there's a reason why you're now looking at this in a different way, isn't it? Like, you now have a, you now actually have someone that you can look to and be like, oh, okay. Like, this is, how do we move? How do we do that? How, how do we change the way that people perceive? Oh, you play football, yeah? Oh, no, nah, I was a strategist. Oh, you're creative. No, oh, you're right. Like, you just straddle so many different things and you are not, you are not the thing you do. You are, the thing you want yeah. to do, really, isn't it? It's so interesting to say that. Go on, Combs. No, I just... um uh, the good one. Um, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. No, what, what, uh, what, what I really... Yeah, that's it. You know, you, you, you know, you have this, this thing in our culture where it's like, Kieran, well, where'd you go on Saturday? Oh, I went to a house, innit? What? You didn't shout me. Like, you didn't, like, bring man in. Bro, it looked like Virgil trying to bring in everyone. Fam. The whole damn town. Yeah, bro. Everyone. Like, and, like, and but by, but by hook or crook, it, through fashion, art, music, design, what have you, uh, what do you call it, funding, charity, he, by hook or crook, like, it looked like a lot of black creatives' paths would have crossed. Yeah. And with some people, you're like, oh yeah, like, I heard Kanye was there. So if you, if you're able to meet Kanye, it's like, yeah, I'm Kanye. You probably won't expect anything of him, innit? Mm. But like, Virgil seemed to be the guy that would offer himself almost like he's the one with like something to gain. Yeah. yeah. That is like a, a brilliant quality. I think a lot of times when, when people pass, we're like, he was a great actor. He was a brilliant designer. He was a brilliant player. I think, I think like Virgil's brilliance was in just the fact that how much he just wanted to like bring in the community. Do you understand? Trust. Like, like, from t- like, don't get wrong. Like, there was sometimes where he he he, he dropped some dope shit. But when I'm when I'm finding out more about just how many lives he he touched and how he just seemed to be just want to bring everyone through, I I, I actually find that quality really really like admirable. Mm, mm, um, mm. And like, yeah, like, um, I, I don't think a lot of people could say our oh, Virgil didn't bring my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> don't think they can say. It. Don't think they can say. It. But go on, yeah, sorry. No, I, I was um I was listening to something mm. completely unrelated the other day. How humans aren't necessarily designed humans aren't created to specialize in stuff. But we the way society sort of teaches us is we yeah. always end up specializing in something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he said something along the lines of like speci- specialization is for insects. <laughs> <laughs> so as humans, we're inherently the way our brains work is we we can learn to do anything and mm. we're good at other stuff, mm. but mm. Oftentimes our careers, which is usually like I work in IT, I work in this field, I work in that field. It's like, okay, I'm an IT technician, meaning I can't be a singer-songwriter. Or, you know, I'm a singer-songwriter, so I'm not good at DIY. You know what I'm saying? And I think what Virgil did is he he did a bunch of stuff from DJing to designing and Mm. everything in Mm. between. Mm. And... With that, what I think he did is he showed people that you can be extremely multifaceted. Yeah. And again, simply because of the color of his skin, I genuinely believe he inspired millions of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Millions of people. Even yeah. people who, who aren't necessarily black. I think people mm-hmm. who were aspiring designers or aspiring creatives who maybe felt marginalized in some way, I think they looked at Virgil and said, I can do it. Yeah. I, think, I can fucking do it. It, it. He also comes across as just like your average guy. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah, bro. Obviously, he must have had like he. He. I think he's very, very focused and very zeroed in in the things that he does enjoy doing. But he's just another Donny, bro. Like, yeah, he could be like he could I literally really just be that. you and I. Like, and I. I think that's another thing that I think people gravitate to because the as you said the the achievements alone like the collaborations the 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 ability to just like make design something that we automatically live with in our world 
seem cool and accessible to everybody. Like he would, the, the idea of off-white just like smashing high fashion with quote-unquote, pardon the pun, streetwear, like mm. it lives through everything that he does. It's not just in clothing. It's not just in like architecture. It's in everything that he does. He tries to use his, he's worked out how he how he thinks and what he wants to bring to the world. And I think he, live by those principles in it and it's actually such a beautiful thing to do to see to have it to have a scene and to now watch it myself as well because he's just like oh like man was just patterning literally man was just patterning man was just patterning the way that he wanted to pattern and he cut true and showed and and through like dogged like like through hunger through like passion through just believing in oneself, he was able to to create a wave, bro. There is gonna be a wave of creatives that he like, you know, you talk about like in rap, you talk about the the family tree where this person come from and who inspired yeah. who. Like, there's gonna be a br- big branch. Virgil is a Virgil is a big branch, bro. Like he I feel like he was one of the first people to like with Pyrex was like one of the first people to set off like this street wave culture yeah, and make it feel that, like yeah Kwame I know shouts out to Billboard Butting I know on, you um, you sent through some stuff earlier like yeah. maybe we should talk about some of those yeah, achievements please. or things that he, he yeah, worked yeah, on yeah. did not necessarily so, everything um, but for instance what, the watch the throne stuff like that is something that not maybe iconic. not everyone would know iconic bro so yeah so in 2009 he uh, this is after graduating from architecture um, he, he him and Kanye were in Rome as like Fendi interns. And like, I make a lot of joke about interns and I think sometimes we have, as in when I say that, not about being an intern, but just being like a junior in your rank, right? And he was an intern at 29 at Fendi with like no like fashion design. And then like just basically... Just, yeah, trust me, that's what I'm saying. So the word intern already seems out of sync. Shout out to JT and the other four members. Full, but, uh, Full circle moment. Shout out to Clive. <laughs> It wasn't clever, I'll get it. And then, um, no, but basically, yeah. So then after in 2010, I believe um, he, he, and this one I started to hear of him properly, is when he started uh, RSVP Gallery in Chicago with with um, Don C, who was Kanye West's manager at the time, and still think artistic or creative partner. And that was basically like a, a retail store, but also like um, a, a design boutique where there also were workshops to the youth of Chicago. And 2011, like you said, yeah, he was the creative director of Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne wasn't an agency. It was like it basically like the, the 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 whole tour, the whole album. And I remember like when I used to buy CDs because no one buys CDs anymore. <laughs> like I remember like I, I used to I used to I used to look at the Watch the Throne and it was kind of like this like golden casing. It just looks like excellent. You understand? And like he was just really able to take you to a, um, a, a world. And I would t- touch on something Kieran said. Like I personally don't think Virgil Abloh was was the, anywhere he was. I don't think he was like uh, the coolest guy in the room, mm. but I think everything he did made him one of the coolest guys yeah. in the room because he was trying <laughs> to help and pattern. Mm. And then 2012, but back to a timeline of sort of things, he launched Pyrex, which was the like you said, uh, key was like the launch of all these like what you call, like streetwear brands like what you, like Come the Fuck Down and Bin Trill, and that kind of started a new wave of like in your face, kind of like this punk rap, punk rock aesthetic, yeah. but within like the urban, let me say, rap scene. 2013, he officially launched Off-White. And as we know, that basically is years to come will become the coolest store in the world, the coolest brand, and he launches stores in Paris, Tokyo, LA. 2017, shout out to Yaf, a personal moment for him, <laughs> is when Virgil Abloh released the 10 with Nike, which as um, as someone... Yeah, that... <laughs> L's were taken on the sneakers. L's hand. were taken, <laughs> and, and, and a lot of pain with this, oh, God. Just like How sick... How sick those shoes were, and how a lot of people around me had them. <laughs> 2018, he he, he uh, worked with IKEA. That's what I'm saying, but he worked with IKEA. Yeah. And honestly, like the like the 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 mat, I found it quite excessive. I think it was like 250 for this big mat or something. But there was a clock, that just said time, bro. <laughs> Kwame Damn. likes stuff like that oh. yeah a little oh, bit no. a little bit a little bit it's so simple it's brilliant and then 2018 March he was named the, the artistic director of Louis Vuitton sorry, 
and then just kept excelling, excelling, and and then like like you 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 know you, you know you know sometimes before someone passes, there's usually like um, a drop off in activity. It seems he was going to the very moment he stopped. Yeah, right? I want to talk about that actually because I think it's yeah. I, we always say it, like you never know what someone's going through. Innit? Yeah, 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 yeah. You never know what someone's going through, and for me, it just taught me another lesson of. I know it sounds so cliche, but just to be kind to people, bro. Just be kind to people. Treat them, Facts, bro. treat them with respect. Treat them with dignity, and just, oh, man, it, it really hit me when I when I heard that he was working basically up until his last day. Yeah, because it's like he probably knew in his head, like he he was on a he was on the timeline himself, mm, mm, and I bet he had it within himself. I I I I can only assume I'm not Virgil Abloh. Yeah. I can only assume that. Him having news of he's, you know, he's got this this cancer only drove him more. Yeah. And inspired him more and yeah. made him multiply his efforts of wanting to help other people. Facts. Because I think you can be wildly successful in this life. But for me, success is when you try to make other people successful. Amen, bro. And he was honestly, bro, like I di- I didn't know I had so many people in my network that had such close encounters yeah. with him. Yeah. And I was like, this Same. guy was, re- in the most respectful way, was really out here. He was really out here, bro. Most respectful he way. Was, he really like, was. He man. was really out here. Doing, doing, doing creative ten toes. Which might I add, yeah? Which might I add. <laughs> For the communities. Might I add is, this is something within um, black people that you don't often, often see as well. And I notice that might sound quite controversial to say. Yeah. But, Oftentimes, especially in those, if you're the first one to do something, mm-hmm. you you can often try to occupy that space alone and you don't really want to bring yeah. other people in. Um, feel free to challenge me on that as well, by the way, because that's just my perspective. But Cardi B fans are not challenging you right about <laughs> <laughs> But I love, I just love that he was a black man in this in this new space that he had created for himself. Yeah. And he wanted to bring the whole damn yeah. platoon with him. <laughs> I said the platoon. I said platoon. Do you, do you know what I I'd say to that? Yeah. And I think, I think to some degree you are, you are correct in it. Like, in fact, a lot of it, because I think for us, yeah, what tends to happen is that people don't like to come back to communities once they've made it out of their community. You know what I'm saying? Especially into when this new space, into this, yeah, into the, yeah. And especially when we're, like, especially our, like, our age, when we see people, um, when we've seen people in the past that have got to a, a new space, they don't want to give you the keys. But here's a man who was like, here's my blueprint. You know, like, this is how I got here. Here are some things that I've learned. And I think those are one of those, that's one of the things that I really admired, uh, really admire about what he's done is that he was able to reach back and go, yo, you're sick. Let me help you out. Here's some, like, um, he was, when he was working on the Ikea stuff, he just put out, like, a, a a message on his IG, got some youngsters in to help him make, like, some 3D design shit. And he was like, yeah, they, they messaged him back, like, yeah, come through. Like, things like that, like, little Big stories like that. Big bad Virgil Abloh, you know? Big bad Virgil Abloh, he um, worked with Caleb interesting Femme. about this, though? Mm. That's something that cannot be replicated in music or in sport. Mm. It's and true. I think what he had was a very keen eye on what creativity actually is. Yeah. If you're a musician, you can't say to me, yo, followers, I'm about to make a new track. If you've got some bars, hit me up. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> you could if you wanted to, though. You could if you wanted you to. You could if you wanted could've to. Been. You could if you wanted to. You really could, innit, Kwame? <laughs> you, you really could. And I, but I think it's, it's not, it's the mindset. It's the mindset of saying creativity comes from anywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? It's the appreciation of like, you don't have to be old or young for me to fuck with you on a level of creativity. I think he saw the, the world in a way that he would do when he was younger from a, a younger perspective. And I think he understood as he got older that like inspiration comes from everywhere. It can come from someone 20 years or 10 years younger than you, but it can also come from an OG who's probably got a few more years on you 
And I think that way of thinking as a creative is, is beautiful because you start to mesh ideas and that's where you get the best ideas. That's where you get the best moments. You just get so much from everybody. Make it your own, innit? He was, um, brother, it's so mad that I haven't I ever like really dug into his shit because he said something there on, on the, on the, um, on one of his things as well where he was just like the tools for you as a creative are everywhere like you can go and find like someone from 18th century or whatever but all you've got to do is remake it the way that you want to make it you know i mean because like and i was like yeah like no nothing nothing has been has been is new it's, everything's been done. You just change it up a little bit. And that's when it becomes Put fresh. Your creative spin on Put it. your creative spin, your spin on it. Like, what's your voice? Like, what's, who, who is Yaf Downs? Who is Kwame Wilson? Who is Kieran Kenlock? Like, like, who, who, who are you? And how do you want people to hear you? How do you want people to see you? How do you want people to envision your, your ideas? And bruv, honestly, I feel bare inspired, isn't it? From, from it. So it's mad. It's actually mad. But you, you, you know, I would say that, um, to wrap up from my side, um, I really enjoyed this, by the way. I really enjoyed this. Like, you know, sometimes you record it like, yeah, this is, this is, <laughs> this is. But no, um, two things. I would say, I was, I was speaking to Yaf about this earlier. Like, I think v- 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 Virgil's so important because now, like, you know, you have films like The Devil Wears Prada and you see, maybe you have come from a sort of, sort of background, yeah. right? But now there are kids from Chicago or kids in Ghana, where my parents, where my family are from, <laughs> or, or, or even people, people that aren't even aware of what Ghana is, Trust. they can, they now have to assign that that location, those locations, Ghana and Chicago, yeah. with the creative, creative director of Louis Vuitton, bro. Trust me, that's mad. Trust me. Do you understand? So basically, it, it isn't some rich white person that comes from a line of art, um, creative directors who worked in fashion and their father worked in the opera house. No. It's not that. And also, last year, he did a dope thing with a shout-out to Free the Youth and the Daily Paper um, with Off-White, where they um, they came together to launch a collaboration to mark the opening of a skate park in Ghana. Yes. Right? And this is, why it's, this is why it's so beautiful, because I remember I was talking about this at work. This is so important, because now, hopefully in some years to come, generations to come, when people say the word skater... They, they won't think white boys with long hair from from, from Pasadena. <laughs> a skater can be anyone. anyone yeah, you understand? Yeah. A skater could be yeah. a Kyle or a Kojo. It's Kojo. very simple, bro. You understand? Like, I was thinking to you earlier about, like, um, about Naomi Osaka is kind of seen as a unicorn because she's, like, a mixed-race black Japanese person. Bro, like, no. Like, we shouldn't think that one person is... One form of people is that. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, yeah, like you could be, you could be this, you could be that. Like, and countries and internationalities are so multi-layered. So I'll just, I'll, I just want to like thank Virgil for mm. all that he did, for like, be, for like, be being controversial, but also, also like mocking the community, m- mocking the culture to be like, yo, like if you're here, you can actually do what you want. It's amazing, and man. just being inspiring, and just like, and he's inspiration to me and a lot of others. So. I just, I just want to thank him for all his great work and proudly, proudly dedicate this episode to him. Facts, bro. Um, yeah, my man. Yeah, no, I've just been looking at some of um, his quotes and stuff. And um, I was reading, I think I sent it to you guys earlier, an article from The Guardian. And um, the guy who's writing it, Kwame's favourite publication, my ad. <laughs> the guy who's writing it... Yes, it is. <laughs> was a guy that used to work um, for the government mm, and then mm. changed careers to be a writer. And he said one of his first interviews was with Virgil, Virgil Abloh, who yeah. gave him two hours Amazing. of his time. Amazing. And he said something about him like coming on the call and his demeanor just being so refreshing for yeah. someone in his place, right? Yeah. Mad, bro. Two hours of Mad. his time. And what Virgil uh, said was that um, his dream was that a young black kid can go to his parents and say, hey, I'm not going to get a law degree. I'm not going to be working in any corporate space. I want to be a fashion designer. And I think he really embodied that. Um, yeah. He, 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 bro, he really just lived out his dream. Like he was really out here inspiring and 
paving the way. You know, sometimes you can have someone who's a gatekeeper and they keep it very exclusive. Tight. He was trying to bring, again, the whole damn platoon in, bro. And I think he can only be celebrated for that. He can be celebrated for what he did. He paved the way for so many creatives of whatever color or however they, they identify. He inspired so many people. He did things that no other fashion designer had ever done. No. He was literally culture. He was. You could go into a Louis Vuitton store, see his work. You could listen to him on a mix. Or you could hear Drake talking about him in a song. I love it. Or you could go into Selfridges and buy some off-white. I love it. Or, or, or you can go to Ikea and buy some furniture accessories for your house and um, designed by him. It's mad. You see it. Or you could be in Ghana. You can go and skate in this park. We can probably do this forever, by the way. But um, I think someone who is able to connect so many dots and provide so many bridges within themselves needs to be celebrated. Mm. But when you add everything else on top of that, how nice of a human being he was, yeah. how he brought people together, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a real loss. And, you know, I know that we were all affected by it in different ways, but I think his impact and, and what he's done and the legacy that he leaves behind is mm-hmm. can only be celebrated. So definitely, man. I, for one, I'm definitely gonna I've taken some inspiration from you about the interviews. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and soak up some more knowledge myself. Yeah, I've, I've watched a couple, but I'm definitely gonna do some more and just, you know, just really champion his spirit more than anything because his whole belief system of bringing people together, connecting dots, is something that I really believe in as definitely. well. So hopefully, we can all do him proud, man. Um, a hundred. A hundred. And I think um, <laughs> it's funny because as like I think about us as out of home, even like running his business through WhatsApp, which we are akin to and have done for the last two years <laughs> and the way that we do want to help our communities and champion creativity, there's so much alignment in what he was preaching to 100%. what we believe and what we feel as out of home. There's just two quotes that I, I felt like I was, that drew my attention um, when I was just going through some of his images on IG. The first one I wanted to say is, um, he says, I'm a dreamer. I think about how my ideas can impact or bring a different voice to the rest of the world. And the last one, was um, life is so short you can't waste even a day subscribing to what someone thinks you can do versus knowing what you can do Mm. and I think those two in itself kind of encapsulate and you've got one too Um, what I I think Virgil embodies but I think um, I just yeah bro I just think we're going to be able to use his passing as a jumping off point to create even more great shit in this world. And I'm going to let Yaf close this one out today. Yeah, so um, it's been a very touching episode, actually, man. It's been touching, man. I know we we started off talking about boy bands, um, but we're going to close out with... This is one that I was trying to find, actually, earlier, but I couldn't find it, but I've just found it, and I saw it recently. Um... Actually, before he passed away, I saw that this is actually sick, but it's a bit of a metaphor, analogy quote. It takes about 20 seconds to read, but he says, you can't surf without the wave. You have to study the wave. You have to be in the water. You have to look at it and know when it's going to break. You have to know if there are other surfers who are going to take that exact same wave. (laughs) Design in the modern sense is very much like that. And I surf every day. Jeez. (laughs) And I thought that was brilliant. (laughs) I thought that was absolutely That's fucking no pun intended. Did you mean that? <laughs> Such a waste, man. No, I didn't mean it. You didn't. It just came you out. Just... <laughs> you you fraud. But the irony, we're here. It's virtual, man. Come on. <laughs> Quotation marks. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Um, but yeah, you've been listening to the Out of Home podcast with your boys, Kieran, Kwame, Yaf. Steven is out there. Big up our brother. On a wave of his own. On a wave of his own. And this one was dedicated to a legend who has sadly passed away. Virgil Abloh. Yeah.
rest in power. Amen. For sure. Hey, hey. you lot. You lot and the boys are crazy. Hey, come on. <laughs>